0: Just win, baby, here on the Owls AmeriCast, Sheffield Wednesday Opinion with an American accent. I'm your host, Jeffrey Paternostro. We are headed into the business end of the table, the business business end, the business end of the business end, and I am all business tonight. Uh, I just actually came from work, so I am extremely all business tonight, and my job takes me to a very cold concourse behind home plate in downtown Hartford, so I'm a little chilly. It was like 44 and a little breezy as I walked to my car. So i uh got a couple of things in front of me. to uh, tore myself up. I've got a little bit, like about a finger's worth of 100 proof old Forrester. Uh, very kind of like uh, Morello or like cocktail cherry on the front, spicy on the back. Uh, I'm just going to down this now, actually, really. Mm. Well, most of it. I don't do the job. And then I will be doing a lot of Connecticut beers, I think, for the rest of the way out in any summer shows we do. And I'm heading back to Kent, Connecticut. Kent Falls. A new one. I have not had this before. Uh, it's spelled Horde, but having watched a fair bit of Julian Burner over the years, I know it's pronounced "herd" because it has a little uh, diacriticals over it. It is a Dortmunder export-inspired lager, which is I'm reliably informed. A pale lager, like, with some... It's kind of, like, halfway between, a like, a hellas lager and a Pilsner, I think. Um, as I always find with Kent Falls and their sort of more traditional uh, Central and Eastern European styles, incredibly good beer. Um, only uh, 6.1%. It's got a little punch to it. I think the bourbon will take care of the rest of that. Because, boy, do we have a show for you. Two wins. Don't ask us anything else about those games. But talk about it, we shall. And we will start in Oregon with Mike Laroon. Mike, what are you drinking?
1: Hey, Jeffy. How are you doing? I have, a, uh, I have a blend. This is um, Our Daily Red, which is a California blend. And it's exactly what you expect from a red blend. But I do want to give a shout to the uh, Toffee the Club. We were there the other day, and they had the uh, Yorkshire Old Fashioned, which I had for lunch, and it was fantastic. So.
0: Also on the line... Not from Yorkshire. Not particularly old-fashioned. It's Justin DeSorger. Justin, what are you drinking?
2: Hey Jeff. Hey Mike. Uh, so I went to uh, my local uh, Aquatic Brewery and got their Dependable Draft American Pale Ale, and that's all that it says on the can. Um, mm. But it's good. I got a crowler of it. They come in. Uh, you can take them home either in thirty-two ounce crowlers or growlers, which I think are sixty-four. So. It's a good way to do it. I went there, tried a couple, uh, couple different things, brought them home, and uh, saved one for tonight.
0: Justin, you'll be excited to know that uh, Gunner's Daughter has started showing up in my local, which I have not, do, do not always see.
2: Excellent. Yeah, I just had some of that recently.
0: All right. We have the MK Dons and the Crew Alexandra Review. We have some Wednesday news. We have the Wickham and Fleetwood Previews. We'll start with Owls Assemble. MK Dons, what a what a day out. For all of us, um, my thumbs up. Simply put, three points. It's the business end of the fixture list. You just need to get results. It was not entirely pleasant. Probably less so for me than most for a reason we'll get into. But they got the three points at the end of it. And that's really all you can say. Uh, you yeah. know, certainly as the uh, Radio Sheffield commentary team mentioned at the end, hearts in throat moment. For the last uh, all 12 minutes of stoppage time in the second half. But they, they what, you know, this was a game that was really going to dictate how the run in, how you felt for the run in, right? Away to MK Dons, a team chasing autos. And at the end of the day, they got three points.
2: They hadn't lost in 15. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Until I was in there. their house. Yeah.
0: I mean, what a what a I mean, what well, a what a difficult place to go play when literally half the crowd were Wednesday fans. I was, but.
1: I was on the bus. I was on the bus heading over, and I saw that uh, Luongo and Hutch didn't even make the trip. Oh, and that yeah. was that kind of set the tone for well until until someone took over the game and they scored right away. But mm. yeah, I was not looking forward to this at all.
0: No, it's a little. I mean. Yeah, I you know Luongo had a stomach bug, I guess. Hutch has picked up a minor knock of some sort, and you know uh, we'll go right to Justin's thumbs up, which is biz. And for a guy that has really not been in the squad in any meaningful way for the last couple months, you know he came in and really asserted himself in a in a game where you might wonder how the new midfield three is going to adjust.
2: Yeah, he fits so nicely in there. And, and the thing that I really liked is he was in for the wongo, uh, in terms of personnel, but mm-hmm. in terms of the game and position, buyers really played that the wongo role of being yeah. the deepest for both uh games. line well, player, <laughs> making making no, that was the problem.
0: We'll right. talk about Well, that. I mean for oh, for basically. the first bit where they were playing well um, against crew, he was the further but, back. But yes. Yeah.
2: Um but yeah, but so Fizz basically saw into that Byers role, right? Yeah. Kind of getting up and down, a lot of running around, uh, carrying the ball if needs be, some distribution, just an all-around box-to-box game. And, and Fizz was good for it, man. Fizz, Fizz was good for it. He stepped up in, you know, as we talked about, going on the road against a team in the automatics who hadn't lost in 15. And Fizz, to me, was a large part of the reason that we were so solid uh, in the middle for most of that game.
0: Also contributing to that, Mike, uh, Bray Bannon.
1: Yeah, hard to overlook, Barry yeah. uh, Bannon. Uh, again, I, like I put in the notes here, uh, a, a perfect first half. There's mm. two assists and what what can be said about that goal. Um, so I'm gonna it, look, like, it
0: was, I, it's not going to win because it's League One. But right. for me, this is a Puskas Award winner, right? Like, I,
1: think so. I, I can't yeah, imagine. That, there's, like, that, there's that fine line. It happens more in the uh, in America in, in like yeah. basketball where it's like, is it a good shot or is it a lucky shot? But yeah, he, he, he seemed like he had that whole thing planned. He saw that the uh, defender wasn't going to let the ball go to the goalie. And he took it. And it was uh, it was just beautiful. It was, so, it was the in technique. the air long enough that, yeah, I wasn't even looking at the screen. And I yeah. saw everybody going, Oh shit. And then I looked up and got to see it go in. But yeah.
0: the te- like So if you're further out, I think we saw this with the Euros last year with the goal against Scotland, you can just kind of ping it over the goalie's head from distance. You can hit a little, you know, you can...
2: That's when the goalie go, further yeah. out, right? right? That goalie wasn't that far If you're up.
0: closer, like the reach goal is similar to this, but reach was closer, so you don't have to get it as high. You don't have to get it as far up and down. Bannon was in this like weird middle range. I know the goal uh, for Blackpool got some press after him, but he was closer in. To get it from that exact distance, like the goalie yeah. literally could have been standing on his line. I don't know if he saves that because it swerves <laughs> down so late. No, and he, he had a great
2: game. Mm. Again, well... We'll we'll touch on this for for Fleetwood, but you know this last two months or so, uh, three months, whatever it's been since uh, Bannon has been pushed forward and played where he should be playing with this team right now. Uh, he's been one of the best players in this league, and he's been the you know sort of linchpin of our offense, really. Uh, I think so I've and,
1: and read, yeah i mean i've read some hyperbole maybe hyperbole about that. wondering if he's the best player at this point in his career to be in league no play. he's not um, he's and that's not. Th- that that seems like a bit much but i can see where they're coming from with that
2: but he's he's put in a especially the last handful of months like by the end we're all going to remember he's going to be a, a team of the year type of guy if you go yeah. on like the who scored or uh stats opta stats whatever different groups that have the cumulative rating. He, he's in the league one team of the year in the center of the midfield for his sure. game by game rating. Um, you know, sometimes I think it's a little higher than it should be, but uh, yeah, especially the last couple of months, he's been amazing when put in the right position.
0: Well, I mean, I guess I burp, I, I was going to cover this in news, but maybe I'm. we'll get a little ahead of it. I mean, he's in the, he's whatever the short list for league one player of the year, okay. along with, uh, uh, twine who obviously we saw what he can do again once again at the weekend uh and michael smith from rather been I mean, like look smith has certainly banged in more goals as a as a striker and you know we've seen again uh twine is absolutely the last guy you want to see standing over the ball in the uh 96th minute of a 3-1 game
2: <laughs> which i so i said that to my yeah. son it gets lined yeah. up and i go oh fuck this he yeah was, no i was there with what do you mean the, i go watch with it Damien goes in, and chris and
0: it was just like oh like a twine not, standing over this yeah it's going in
2: he could not understand he's like no. how did you know no. and i'm like listen. <laughs> listen i didn't know but we knew
0: yeah.
2: Like, like anybody else
0: you're like all right it's not ideal to give up a foul in that spot in that area but like nine times out of ten any other team any other player it's going wide At or over, level, right? hitting the wall yeah but no that was just i oh, think perfect free kick." You can quibble with like Peacock Farrell's positioning, but like you expect the wall nah. if you get up and over the wall, yeah. it's like that's what it is, right? That's what right anyone's trying to do in that spot and
2: yeah. Yeah, that kid's going Absolutely
0: terrifying. Season. Yeah. He will he will not. Reminds me uh, a little
2: bit of uh do you guys remember seeing James Madison?
0: Yeah. He's gonna up end up at like alone West alone Brom in or something next year. Yeah, he's only he like was... twenty two or something too, so
2: Yeah, no, he's 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 a player.
0: Well, from thumbs up, we go to thumbs down, and like, look, it's a uh, it's a thing that we do basically. Uh, my thumbs down uh, is the is the traffic on I ninety five, because uh, I met up with the Connecticut Owls at at a bar in Norwalk, which we did for the Chelsea FA Cup game the last time we had Owls assemble, and I know it's about an hour and twenty minute drive for me. Uh, my wife worked until one fifteen. It was a two forty five kickoff. I'm thinking, okay, whatever. I'll miss the first few minutes. Finding parking in downtown Newark on the weekends can be bad. Uh, and then I plugged it into my GPS as I left just to get a sense of the traffic, and it said one hour and 42 minutes. like, mm, all right. There's a little slowdown on I-95 between uh, Bridgeport and uh, the Route 7 interchange, which can happen. Uh, but I can probably get around it. It'll, it'll clear up by the time I get there. I can get around it on the merit. So I got down a little bit closer. Merit was worse.
2: Um, Fucking merits always worse. Merit's dude.
0: always worse. But again, <laughs> uh, holiday weekend <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon, heading into New York City, uh, I may have miscalculated. I think I was not in a, like I was not at my best. I'm not a person prone towards towards road rage, but whatever. I'm like, I'm <laughs> gonna find my Zen spot. I'll put the game on. The uh, I follow broadcast the radio the audio I'm, I'm a safe driver i'm not going to try to get the espn plus and like hang on my dashboard or anything like that Just be responsible so i listen i'm like i'm going to get there around the 30th minute or so it's fine not the end of the world so they score a goal in the 10th minute i'm like all right fine not the end of not, it's fine fine score a goal in the 20th minute hmm. okay great the banning goal goes in, and I literally, when I'm at a stoplight somewhere on, like uh, I don't even remember what it was, where, Route 1 on the Connecticut shore, I just go into the group chat I have with, with and Chris, sit up this, and just all caps, oh, come on. And I'm thinking about turning around at this point, but whatever. I go to Newark, I park, I'm like, look, I'm literally walking to the bar. I'm just like, I hope they win 3-2, and it's not 3-3. <laughs> because you're a Wednesday fan that's, that's literally what's going through my head I so I got to the bar just as Harley Dean was being subbed off that's great I saw uh, I saw the rest of the game from there well, we so, the oh, it's always a good boy. time out with Damien and Chris so I can't really complain But yeah.
1: so when we set our thumbs up with traveling support that's not what you meant it is not what I
0: meant No. okay sorry
1: Good shout though mike yeah real quick to get off track mike thanks
2: for bringing it up the, five and a, the five fucking, and a half
0: wednesday fans for the uh radio sheffield broadcast after Yeah. That,
2: that was just in that end That was yeah. just in that end like yeah. hey we were everywhere else too just it's the only thing that's still top flight about our club like i mean Hill, Hill, hillsborough is in in a spiritual sense but yeah. like it's the only thing top flight about our club
1: is a goddamn traveling support it's just well, it's, it's as good been, as anybody as much as i appreciate i follow it's when you get the sky sports feed that we get through espn plus they have like different angles and they had that one angle after yeah, the yeah. third goal where it was just um it was Darren Moore, and in the background, you could just see the, yeah. the wall of yeah. bouncing people, and it was just, and they, they held it for like 20 seconds. Also, it, it was a little like getting like a little flex
0: celebration or something. It was, like, was I'm unclear what, what he was
1: doing. Yeah. I was hoping he didn't strain something right there, but yeah, he did a weird, <laughs> yeah, did a weird flex. Do whatever you yeah, want if you was,
0: score that goal, I guess. Like,
1: yeah, that's support, though. If you're listening, yeah. that was, uh, that do the Stephen Fletcher, Flappy the,
0: Bird, whatever you want to do. Yeah.
1: All the, yeah. All the headaches you all had about getting back that night was, uh, I think it
0: was worth it. It was an hour 20 back from me door-to-door, so I can't really. Uh...
2: I think he was talking about the people who had to get from Milton Keynes no, on yeah, a bank no, holiday sorry. with no yeah, trains. But yeah. you suffered yeah. too, Jeff. Yeah, no no. I know.
0: <laughs> they saw they a better game than I did because I only saw it from like the 34th minute on.
2: <laughs> oh, that must have been, yeah, to be there would have been. It was worth it. I, I think every single person there would say that. Yeah, you know. But still, that's it's one of the things that's special about this club.
0: One thing I did see, which is Mike's thumbs down, is the goal right before halftime.
1: Oof! Just you—you want to close it out, mm. you know? You want to—you you want the their manager to have to come up with something at halftime to try to figure I mean, something yeah, out right but now. Three-one is just too no, which momentum, is the most dangerous in football. You send him in, mom- yeah. in with momentum, and you know the next goal is really important. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, I don't know what you can do about it. It's also one of those goals, I hate to say it, but it's one of those goals that like Hutch would have been heading it out of there. It was just kind of this chaotic flop where the goalie was out, and there were a couple of defenders back there. So I don't even know who officially knocked it in, but uh, not pretty. Was it Parrot?
0: It was Parrot. yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's good. I thought he looked good. He looked fine. Yeah,
0: they I mean they have obviously they're in auto spots. They have some players. Yeah. They didn't really like even in the uh, second half. Like I thought, once they did a pretty good job taking the sting out of the game around the hour mark on until
2: uh, well, right, the last goal went in ten yeah.
0: or whatever. You know, you're gonna
2: and do then that. It got but... messy.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I, I you know, it was a lovely little game, I guess. No, uh, Mike
2: is a great is a great point though because you know, as you just mentioned, they're going to come out of halftime with adjustments, right? And we're going to have to have that period where, they right, you don't to be up any... on us, and we've yeah. got to adjust back to see what they did. So if you do that at three right. nothing, whatever, they pop one, no big thing. Um, but to now have it be, there's a lot of pressure in there and and they came out and put pressure on us. Yeah. Like they go in,
0: they come back out three nil. I don't feel like their tails are going to be up. Right. That's just not, yeah. And to that, uh, to that note, Justin's thumbs down is falling back.
2: Yeah. I thought that our response to them was to, uh, try to bunker, bunker up. And, uh, we, I, I thought we took our foot off the gas a little bit. Um, and Mike, that may be a byproduct of that goal, right? <laughs> Maybe sort of the, the chain that comes with that. Maybe if it's still 3-0, we play a little free or 3-1. You know, I, I thought we, we sat further back and, you know, kind of invited them on. And, and I, I did think overall we, we did a good job of at least muting their pressure. But it's still, it's just, it's I hate that approach. And, and it gave them... Opportunities to attack at us, you know, and that's how they got the free kick. They had too much space. We were backing up, um, giving them too much space. They get a free kick in that spot, can go in, you know,
0: and it did. But once they saw it out, they got their three points, they moved into fifth place at the time, and then we had a home to Crew Alexandra. Uh, a one-nil win earlier today. My thumbs up is three points. It's the business what? end of the fixture list. You just need to get results. It wasn't entirely pleasant, but they got the three points at the end of it. I did something with my tone there, you might have noticed.
1: It wasn't pretty. Mm.
0: The first eight minutes were great. Well, Until, I, you, I thought more than Until you
1: saw a pattern. Until you saw a pattern of merch.
0: Well, it wasn't even so... <sighs> we saw this after the Wednesday goal went in to like crew came out and they kind of wanted to play football a little bit more than you'd expect for a team in 24th place coming to Hill. Right. And they
2: did that. They did that for 10 minutes and then right. the goalie pretended to be hurt. Yes. So but he send, the say, problem is back.
0: they're in 24th place in league one because they're very bad at playing football. And Wednesday repeatedly cut them open and they're like, Oh, we should just put 11 people behind the ball. And then like, look, if, Hino puts either of those chances away. There are obviously some other opportunities past that as well. If they're up two nothing, they win like six, nothing probably. Right. Um, but once the crew decided like, oh, we should stop doing that and just play a low block. It all kind of fell apart.
2: Yeah, I don't even think it fell apart. Like I understand why Wednesday fans. Were, they still, I were, mean, they still created up, chances. I mean, they had something created, like eighteen
0: shots some, or something. Yeah. We
2: we we were going to score. Um, and, and again, we had some moments where we made it kind of nervy. There's no doubt, but we, I, I was pretty comfortable till, you know, the the seventy fifth minute or so.
1: Seventeen shots, and we relied on a, a penalty, which was probably like a cumulative penalty, just. I, thought it was a, I, it, I, I know it.
0: that i saw that i thought that was a stonewall penalty like look he comes uh, he's not oh, playing the ball no. he comes across his body like that's going to get called every time
2: Well, it, that that was that was clearly a penalty yeah. um what, what's nice about that, that that i thought with that play though the play was hilarious because that ball was left for johnson and mendez lang just ran over oh yeah, yeah from under him and you could see johnson throw his arms up to say Piss off.
0: Uh um, yeah, like Gleng and Johnson had like a actually a pretty nice interplay for that first like twelve minute period when they were playing yeah. well. Was, but then after that, they were just clearly like Marvin Johnson's just like fuck it. I'm well, playing left center back and I'm crossing it in from 40
2: yards out. I don't, we like, I'm we not, we had one we have one guy in that lineup that yeah. can attack and beat somebody one on one, realistically. Yes. Okay. And and that's Mendez Lang. So yeah. when somebody drops back, that's what we should have been doing is getting him The ball and having him attack and make a play because otherwise they were behind everybody that kept him in front and that was we we could push up our uh wide center backs far enough for them to try to cross it in but aside from that once once they went back we needed somebody who could go one-on-one mike i i hear you and, and i was online talking to a lot of people too who were you know sort of saying my god we we have all this but we have nothing we have nothing i just I felt good that there was going to be enough pressure that we would be able to get something. Um, I just didn't I was, like the fact that they had a couple chances the other I way. was
1: still worried it was going to be 1-1 at the 85th, or 0-0 at the 85th. Mm. So Understandable.
2: <laughs> I don't know why I was so confident today.
0: <laughs> well, keeping crew Alexandra off the score sheet, we Jordan Story and Liam Palmer, Mike.
1: Well, I'm looking at the lineup right now, realizing I re- I realized that on the WhatsApp conversation this afternoon that I said I wanted to talk about Johnson for my thumbs down, but I can't because he probably did not choose to play that position. So, um, but no, yeah. Story and Palmer were solid as they needed to be. Um,
0: I was not, as I, I tweeted out, I was not nostalgic for the Marvin Johnson center back of yeah, this season.
1: Yeah, I, and that's what. Yeah, you can kind of yeah, see yeah, he was yeah. he didn't want to be there. He was frustrated. But again, but we're Story
0: still on the thumbs just, up. We're just fine. Yes, I
1: know. I'm <laughs> and saying, like,
0: I don't know what Lewis Gibson's fitness level is right now, but Lewis Gibson is your ideal uh, left of a center-back three at this point. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it was a little it was a little too clever by half, I guess. Well, but, I think he uh, just
2: isn't comfortable throwing somebody back in that quick. I, 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 was, I was a little surprised you didn't work uh, – work him back in right put gibson in in like the 60th minute and push johnson up but yeah well again we're, we're talking thumbs up we'll get into we're that not. Thumbs down. No, we're not, <laughs>
1: we're not.
0: <laughs> and we will wrap that up with justin's thumbs up which is just went for it
2: yeah i so i as much as i thought there was some very questionable decision with the lineup and and jeff you're going to focus on that in a minute, we'll talk about it. But I liked the fact that part of the strategy was we're putting two guys at outside center back who can uh, attack with I mean, the ball assen- and put a ball in.
1: They
0: were essentially playing one at the back for large portions
2: of yes. this. Yes, yes, and, and then was, it was two was at the, the back. Yeah. But but that was but that was the right decision. Like Crew Alexander is not a good football team. No, how many fucking passes did they make where they were like? Trying to come out of the back, you know that you'd see somebody line up a pass up the middle, and the camera would pan back and would just roll to one well, of our we're guys. We're going to like, like the last, the,
0: like any like you get that corner kick as the last action of the game.
2: Oh, what a horror show that was!
0: And then it just kind of floats in right to Bailey Peacock Farrell because <laughs> this is a twenty-fourth place team in League One. For sure. And if you're gonna ride your luck, for sure, luck there. But I, gets...
2: I, I like. Well, I was just gonna say, I, yeah. I do. I'll, I'll, I like the fact that Morris said, fuck it, these guys suck. We're better than them. Let's go for their throats.
0: And it almost worked. I mean, it that, almost, that could it have almost been worked. 2 yeah, 3 have that. It could have easily been. Uh, it could have been. It wasn't. But it also could have been 1-1, one, one, and it wasn't. But <laughs> we'll put it my thumbs down because I did mention they were playing at times uh, one at the back. But more often, they were playing two at the back with Jordan Story and Barry Bannon. <laughs> and And like, we saw this early in the season, especially again when it was... The Marvin Johnson, Liam Palmer, Callum Patterson, center back Brown. three or so,
1: yeah.
0: and like That's... I get why Bannon was dropping deep. Like he just wanted he wanted to do too much, and he got in the place where he was trying to thread like perfect passes down the channel and just like shitting it off their midfielders trying to make these inch perfect passes to create scoring opportunities, and it's just my man. Like, let George Byers, uh, I thought Byers, Byers and Bannon, the first 15 minutes is game, like, oh, they're just going to run this. Like, Byers cleaning up and interplaying with Bannon. And then all of a sudden, they're dropping into the, into the low block. It's like, Byers is pushing forward and Bannon's dropping back and Patterson's pushing forward. It's just like, oh, eh, this isn't really working. And they're pressing up a little bit and they're not. It just seemed like kind of reminding me of the, Late season, 2021, 2022, sorry, 2020, 2021, uh, relegation team, like trying to chase a game late and not really having any idea only was that for Lily until the penalty went in basically for the better part of 45 minutes.
2: Well, you, that's why you can't put Patterson in there. Like, I, I, I actually don't mind the idea of putting Patterson in there as a midfielder. I thought this was a like midfielder game for
0: Patterson, but I thought he should have been yeah. in the Barrahino spot. Barrahino actually played really well. So Ooh, you know,
2: yeah. yeah, no, if you're going to put Pado in, put him up top. Bannon has to be, if he's in the lineup and he's not the furthest up midfielder, he resorts to his bad habits, especially yeah. when there's all the space in front of him. So everybody stacks the deck in front of him and all he sees is those long home run passes, yeah. which he can hit here and there. But I, I, I actually, I have given him a lot of blame over the course of this year um, until the last few months and he's been playing better. But I, you know, a lot of that has to do with what, where, where he's being asked to play and, and he was set up for failure to, to do this. day. It was fine when they were open with him. If, if they need to do something like that against a, a team that's going to come after them, Fair enough, but this, it just, it didn't work. It, and and it had Bannon who came off of one of his better games, put him in a terrible position.
0: We got more thumbs down. Uh, I like Mike's because I, I definitely noted this during the game. Too many touches. This ain't Hoosiers.
1: Yeah. So Hoosiers, uh, go over really well yeah. English audience. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's an old basketball movie about a very traditional high school basketball player and coach. And I believe he insisted that there were five passes before there was a shot. Yeah. And this happened earlier this month in bolt against Bolton. This happened earlier this season against the team that we were supposed to crush where, and it's always in the first 15 minutes and it kind of goes against uh, Justin's point about uh, going for it. Where we have numbers, we're on side and somebody just makes an extra pass. I love a pass, and they should have just, yeah. just gone for it. Um, I think the Barrahino miss that everyone is gonna reflect. Actually, if you just watch the short highlights that went on that went up about an hour ago, you'll you'll see them. You'll see the first few of them. You'll see a lot of these where we just have the numbers and they're just not going for the kill. Um, and they're trying to be cute. I don't know if they're trying to be the Harlem Globetrotters or what, but um again. If it works we win the game 6-0 uh it doesn't work and hmm. we're frustrated you're
0: running your luck on that to be fair an r- incredibly good penalty from lee gregory i don't think it's taken a pen this year if i recall correctly i don't all I it's
2: thank a thank god i saw him stepping up with it may come in um and that, i i gotta say though that perahino miss i i think you're right mike i think the bigger problem was that that shouldn't have been a pass there uh, no, because I mean, it, I, it I thought caught, the, caught
0: caught the first weird... one from Hunt, but he can just yeah. chest it down and score from there. There's nobody. He can walk well, it into the net.
1: There were a few. I, yeah, I was, I was going to say. Barahino the second, one, was, the second so, one
0: with off the save, I think, was a slightly more difficult technique, to be fair. But the first one, well, he just walked in.
2: in. Yeah, it, it. But it came. It was in a weird. It was like hip high and coming. But yeah, down. you just you can just and from. You just but it was walk, from again, strong side. You can he literally to just to it, in, open yeah. up and righty it, yeah. in and missed. Right, scuffed it. I mean, I thought the Patterson miss
0: in the second half was worse. Was just oh, like,
2: brutal! Brutal! Stupid header! Whiff.
0: stooping header! <laughs> stooping header! Again, an incredible Marvin Johnson cross from that spot too, with no space. But yeah, that's what he does. That's what he does. Even when he's the left center back. <laughs> Uh, Justin's thumbs down Is poor communication
2: Yeah I just thought there was and, and I think it probably Stemmed from the fact that we Ran them over Early yeah. That I think we kind of started taking things for granted And switched off a little Th- There were at least, at least Three or four and, and I think probably more times Where two players had a ball in between them And neither of yeah. them went for it and these 50-50 balls that we're watching, you know, two guys in the center of the pitch just look each other off on the same team. Um, I, I think that things were, you know, a little too easy in some ways. And I think that caused some switching off. And I, and I think that's part of the reason why we didn't put them put them away. Why, after they sat back, we sort of said, well, we have the ball and we've got guys running around. And it just – it wasn't there. It was frustrating was frustrating.
0: Oh, I had one more thumbs down in here. I don't know why we're doubling up on thumbs down, but I do want—I do want to talk about this generally. Um, I thought bringing Luongo on made a huge difference, obviously, because it allowed Bannon to push further forward. And Massimo Luongo is Massimo Luongo. Um, a little bit lucky not to get sent off late, but yeah, fine. You're not. It was like a. It was like a little ticky-tacky challenge. So he's not going to get a yellow there, which he might get a yellow if he wasn't on one, but or a second yellow, but. Uh, if you're trying to see out a weird game like this, you cannot end the game with Florian Camberry and Patterson up front. Like I, I get you want to keep Lee Gregory fresh. He's coming up. On, like you gotta win. Like Camberry came on and immediately effed up his hold up play and like gave it back to Crew in a bad spot. And that's been a and like again he hasn't played much over the last couple of months. Like you cannot. It's almost unfair to put him in that situation. I know he had he was a little better later on and probably could have gotten a penalty for just like literally having his shirt lifted over his head, like hockey fight style at various points in time. But like I just During Moore's end game management sometimes confuses me greatly. Like in taking Bannon off at the end of the MK Don's game too, where you really need him as that outlet. I know he might have picked up a little knock there and you wanna you want to be careful and you got to look at the run in. you're like, Oh, you want to keep, you got to rotate. This There's three games left. This is not the time for like, it's gotta be if you, it's like, you know, if you, it's like, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. If you can walk, you're out there. Like, it's just, you got, you got to play your best player.
2: I think we're, I think we're hoping for, I think we're hoping for more than three three games I actually didn't and I'm wrong because that's what every I disagree with what almost yeah. everybody including yourself just said but yeah. I I didn't have a major problem with subbing off Gregory Gregory wasn't happy but I I think keeping him fresh I think he's one of the keys to us being successful um is doing that I I didn't really have a problem with that I didn't love uh you know it, it just it is what it was I thought it was a strange game for, for <laughs> yeah. more, but but it worked
0: yeah it did work because uh, Wednesday and fourth. Hmm. We'll take it. Four points off autos with three games to play.
2: I mean, that's a fighting chance. That's all you. Yeah, and all, all you. At a you certain scrap point, all you, year for this.
0: Right. I mean, you also look back at all the points they've dropped, but also they've probably dropped most of those points legitimately. In a way, uh, right? Yeah, I was Think about are that. What you are. I think.
1: And the relegation run-up last year, I think I was okay. I think I knew relegation was going to happen sometime around January or February, but there we were in the last, you know, we had two bad losses yeah. in April, QPR and Swansea maybe, and yeah. there we are with, in stoppage time in the last game still with oh. one goal away from staying up.
0: So. I mean, you think about how Wednesday tends to get out of League One and it's, uh, it's often an unbeaten run at the end of the season, so... Often, yeah, also, nice. often, also tripping a uh, South Yorkshire rival on the way out. So, Who knows? More on that to come. For now, we'll take a break. Come back, cover the Wednesday news, and preview the upcoming Wickham and Fleetwood games. Now it's time for some Wednesday news, and well, we had a a hell of a day out for all of us, not me. Everyone that's not me, for the Owls Assemble day. Mike, how was it at the Toffee Club?
1: Hey, we had a great time. Um, Pandemic and some other for some other reasons. This is our first time at the Toffee Club since Boxing Day, twenty nineteen. So it was fantastic. Um, There. And yeah, the time, again, the timing worked out perfect. We weren't competing with any other games. So um, they gave us all, they gave us the main floor. Um, we just had a blast and the game was great. There's some realistic highlights for, pe- for people who were neutrals <laughs> to, to enjoy. And yeah, it was great. So we had a really good time. So, and uh, just in general, I enjoyed everyone who got involved in socials and yep. sent, sent pictures around. It was a lot of fun.
0: Everywhere from Argentina and Alaska and in between.
1: The, the the Alaska meetup did call me at halftime to tell me they were <laughs> at a good time. So
0: uh, Chris did have to explain to someone in the bar that you do, do not call Sheffield Wednesday Sheffield. It is Wednesday. He did that as politely as he can after ha- probably having had a few beers. I was not there yet, so I don't know the uh, the circumstances.
1: But uh, it, it uh, yeah, not- and I guess it didn't quite go. Well. I guess I guess. Uh, our Canadian friends did not get the game, uh,
0: which is too bad. So, we'll The, to work on vagary, that the vagaries of ESPN Plus, I suppose.
1: Yep.
0: It would not be a Wednesday news segment without a Wednesday injury update. Uh, Josh Windass is back in training. Harley Dean might be back as soon as this weekend against Wickham. Luongo obviously back in the squad after a stomach bug, but Sam Hutchinson and Dominic Iorfa a couple knocks, although Hutch should be in contention for Saturday. Uh, if you want to really irritate yourself, you can look at the recent form table. Uh, Wednesday, are third, having gotten 21 points from the last 10 games. Uh, the two teams ahead of them, Sunderland and Wickham. It's just been like this forever, right? Plymouth right behind them. They should be done and dusted in a playoff fight right now, but instead we're bringing our hands over the last uh, half hour of a game at home against crew. So that's, that's great. Um, if Wednesday do make the playoffs, we have a playoff schedule. Uh, if they're in the sixth versus third game, they will play the Thursday, Sunday, May 5th and May 8th. Fifth versus fourth is the sixth and the ninth, Friday, Monday. Uh, May 9th, conveniently my 40th birthday. I can see no reason how that could possibly go poorly for me in any way, shape, or form. So.
1: Yeah, we're not going to playoffs.
0: Yeah, it's just autos. Autos are bust. Just win the, win the last three games. And the first of those games will be at the weekend at Wickham Wanderers. Take it away, Justin's notes and actual Justin.
2: Uh. There you go yeah man this this game is huge this game is this game is immense so they're in fifth right now mm. with uh, 77 points a plus 22. Mm. um they're fifth in the home table and uh as you pointed out in the last 10 they are first in the mm. form table in the last six the more traditional form table they are uh third behind sunderland and us so As you mentioned, those are the teams that are hot last time. All
0: of this is very annoying.
2: It's it's gonna be fun, man. Man. It's gonna be fun. Um last game we drew with them uh two to two. Gregory and Windass scored. Uh Gregory in uh, late, late uh added time of the first half and Windass in the 50th minute. Um we dominated possession in that game and just couldn't Put it away. Uh I realize that doesn't sound familiar to mm. anybody, but uh that's how that game went. So uh real quick one run through because I'm super amused by some of this as I am doing most of my preview. So Wickham is from the town of High Wickham. So I who the fuck are you to call yourself High Wickham? Uh they're Buckinghamshire, uh, on the river Y or we or something wye um it is a market town which jeff i think you know since i've been yeah. looking into previous i've enjoyed the concept of market towns This is the first yeah. time i really dug into it turns out that market town was actually like a legal royal designation you were allowed to hold markets uh and this is of course you know whatever a thousand fucking years ago uh you were allowed to have a market in your town and they actually continue to have in high wickham uh a market that's been going on for you know 800 years or something like that it's the second largest town in buckhamshire uh behind uh, milton Keynes. we uh and they had a mill industry uh once they get out of the market they get into the mills and uh with that river and they are famous for making windsor chairs are you guys aware of what windsor chairs are
0: no but you know they're called no the idea. chair
2: boys they are called the chair boys because this <laughs> Windsor chairs are the uh, wooden chairs with the uh, doweled backs and the uh, slight uh, in uh, indenture in the
1: middle um, you would recognize one if you saw one um, we should have an exchange with like some of some Adirondacks and go mm. for it it's mm. a little bit different
2: right yeah, better than the idea um, they are uh, old but played in a bunch of weird leagues um they're in the Isthmian league for uh 65 years i just wanted to be able to say that um had a couple of crazy cup runs uh they went to the fa cup semis in 2001 and the league cup semis in 07 um and that jump last year was their highest ever uh, first time ever in the second division i think we talked about seeing them last year um i was pretty turned off by the fact that they're uh, quartered shirts which you're well known for is the light blue and the dark blue. Mm. Well, it turns out that's an Oxford blue, that's the darker blue, and a Cambridge blue is the lighter blue. So as if they couldn't be douchier. Um, And for our American friends, that's the equivalent of having like a Yale slash Harvard color coordinated shirt. Um, You can imagine that. Uh, They play in Adams Park, which is where we are traveling. It's got about 10,000 people. Uh, Is named after Fred Adams, who had donated their original park where they played from 1895 to 1990. uh, Lokes Park, which I love this, was well known. There was a downhill slope to it uh, from their main stand. The ball ran away from it. Um, But they're in a more modern park as they are now, which they share with a couple other people. Uh, Everybody knows their manager, Gareth Ainsworth. He's the rock and roll manager, leather jackets, long hair on the sideline. has promoted them twice they've gone up two levels uh since 2012. uh i i do love i saw a great quote from him uh for the last few years we've seen what wickham does which which wickham lumps the ball long to big men who distribute it out and they take shots from far out but uh, i saw his quote after the last game he said quote i think people are quite lazy when they look at us sometimes and say wickham is this or that my style of play is direct. Well, his style of play is direct. He switched to 3 at the back this year. Um and, and the real key here is going to be Sam Bokes, who we recall from several trips around the championship and lower leagues. Blackburn, was I think on uh, that? Yeah, was he on the uh, Hull team we lost Maybe.
0: Him? I think of him as a Blackburn player, but let's see.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's he's Sam Bokes, but so he's been a beast this year. He's got He's never goals. played for Hull.
0: Why did I think – right. has he ever I'm actually – he has never actually played for Blackburn. Apparently, it's Burnley. All
2: right. All right. Mike, Good. make a guess where Santa Fox is played. Yeah. He's played for, uh, played for Burnley. Um, mm-hmm. But he's he's the beast right now. He is the guy – they've been doing a 3-4-3 with him uh, pairing up front, or or perhaps uh, if they do a 4-3-3, they do the 4-2-3-1 with him alone. They like to get the ball out wide uh, to wing backs or you know, to wide uh, attacking forwards in the 4-3-3 and lump it into him who he can then turn and shoot or collect and distribute off to somebody else. Um, they uh, defensively, they do like to press and what they like to do is force you to play up the middle where they man mark you. And, and I don't really like that for us. Uh, because I, I think having somebody, you know, feeding the ball to our central midfield with them really being covered could create some trouble. I, I think it's really this game could be a battle of the wings to see, you know, whose wing backs get behind, uh, get behind the other teams. Uh, they tend to go up the left through, uh, Joe Jacobson is their left center back and, uh, Jordan Obita is their Mm -hmm. left wing back, and they really like to get the ball up that way. Mm. Long, direct balls that then get crossed in no matter what Gareth Ainworth says. In some way, that's a literal
0: battle of the wings, too.
2: There you go. Uh, Although they do not have uh, Lewis wing. He Mm. is uh, out with a red card. Uh, He's featured fairly well for them. Uh, Played uh, and trying to remember here, 11, 11 appearances, one off the bench for them. Um, uh, the, their other big man that that's missing is a kid named, uh, Ennis, uh, Mamedi. He's out. Uh, he's got seven goals and four assists. He's an attacking midfielder. Uh, they really like his potential, but, uh, I read a report. He was seen walking around the training pitch in a protective boot, mm, uh, yet. yesterday. So I think they would like to get him back for a playoff. If they get there. Um, I'm not quite sure we're going to see him, um, I don't know. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good game. I, I think that they're, I think that they're gonna try to play, and we're gonna try to play, and you know, we, we we could see a lot of action. It could be. I mean, that could mean that we both shut down shop and look for a nothing, nothing. But I don't know. I I think we kind of got to go for the three, because uh, I think we can chase automatics, even though we're on the road, mm-hmm. um, but. I don't know. Do you do you guys take a point out of this game?
0: I mean, look. I want nine from three. I mean, realistically, they draw. It's fine. Uh, I mean, wh- nah. I think this is also a game. You look at this game, you win it. You pretty much, if not mathematically, all but cinch the spot in the playoffs. So you got to go for it, knowing that you still have the Fleetwood Town game in hand and a uh, Pompey team that's probably on the beach coming to Hillsborough the last game of the season. So I think you can get a little... Yeah,
1: I feel better about resident. this game. Yeah. I feel better about this than I did about Milton Keynes. So, yeah.
0: I just do want to, since I pulled it up on Wikipedia when Justin started talking about the Isthmian League... Oh, yes. I'm going to give you some team names in the Isthmian League because some great ones. Uh, the Corinthian Casuals, I think, is my favorite. They're actually in it's the Premier on. Division, yeah. Uh, Folkestone Invicta, it's also a good one. Wingate and Finchley. Uh, Potter's Bar Town. Oh. Yeah. They were it's founded in 1960 as the Mount Grace Old Scholars, and after dropping Old Scholars <laughs> from their name in 1984, changed to their present name in 1991.
2: i love it eh? i Mm. i love just you know you see it's just like wickham started playing football in 1887 like Mm. that's so fucking long ago and they spent 30 years playing in these local leagues and then they moved all the way up to the Isthmian league word i cannot say and they were there for 65 years playing they won all sorts they won titles and they Mm. won you know amateur fa cups but just you know, there's so many, so many clubs. Everybody talks about 92. There's mm. there's hundreds and hundreds yeah. of clubs. Like Malden and
0: Tiptree FC, <laughs> which is in I the north it. division of the Easton Lake. Yeah,
2: I love it. I saw a picture somebody posted of the uh, I'd say a girls probably like 11 or 12 years old, um, maybe a little bit older, but um, snagged a shot with Daniel Pudil after mm-hmm. his. Uh, where is he like hammers and tongs <laughs> or something like local you know 15th level of the pyramid yeah. but like good for good for him good for everybody that straps up and, and gets out there i love it
0: and that brings us to midweek at fleetwood town justin you have a very succinct review for this one
2: yeah right because i totally didn't realize uh mm. it was it uh yeah, what? They're, uh I don't remember what I said, but roughly, we're we're better than them. We need to take three points, and uh, that's that. Like, yeah. they're fine, you know. We, if you recall, this is the COD Army. Yes. Um, they they replaced their manager in uh, the guy who's there now. Who I'm not even gonna bother to look him up again. He came in in November as an interim basis for a month and they've signed him up since. But this is a team in 21st. They're in the last relegation spot. Um they're Steven not good. The crazy. form is not good. Is
1: that yes. It? Is
2: it? Um it's and that Simon Grayson had been the previous manager. Yeah. Um and Simon Grayson replaced Joey Barton. Um but no That's it's
1: not right. say again. Now I remember this is the Joey Barton Ross Wallace team yeah. at one point. Um mm-hmm. which is- yeah. Yeah, but Fleet Fleetwood is a town of twenty six thousand. Mm. Like it's I live in Falmouth, Massachusetts, town,
2: yeah. which we have. Yeah, we have thirty thirty three thousand or something. So to have a a squad and be playing, you know, at, at this level is mm. impressive. But yeah, no, that's the preview is this. Like, I'm sorry to disrespect Fleetwood, and we're Sheffield Wednesday. We very will likely draw points in this game, <laughs> but there's there's no excuse for yeah. us to not walk in there, get our chances, and put them away mm. for three points.
0: You say that, but... Yeah. yeah. Are you familiar with Sheffield right. Wednesday?
2: Yeah, I uh, I just watched the exact same game today <laughs> that we're going to see next Tuesday. I just hope that uh, next Tuesday we put away those chances early mm. and, and we don't have to have a fucking heart attack for the last 12 minutes if you're me, and hour if you're seemingly everybody else.
0: We will cover that next week on episode 177 of the owls americas but this has been episode 176 of the owls America Cast. you'll find us on the internet owlsamericas.com email the show at owlsamericas at gmail.com and find and follow us on twitter and instagram at owls americas podcast intro and bumpers my fellow wednesdays Reverend and the makers the podcast is on itunes spotify SoundCloud, google Podcasts, podbean probably anywhere else you choose to download podcasts there's no wrong way to listen to the show just do it feels right or if you choose to consume the Owls of America, so we ask you rate and review the show. It so helps more Wednesdays. Find our ramblings. Justin on Twitter, at... Justin, it is uh, 10, 12 p.m. Central Daylight Time. What do you think Patty Jones is up to right
2: now? Oh, I hope he's drunk in a gutter. It's snores. <laughs> uh, it's like, what else? What else are you supposed to do? Hey, I just want to give a quick shout, because we didn't, though, to... Uh, to... Tommy Byrne is is in my phone as Mm. uh, Tom, you drunken fuck. (laughs) Um, That's how I have his name in there. But uh, Tommy wasn't feeling good tonight. We're supposed to have him on. Be nice to have that uh, Four Corners uh, uh, American uh, group going. But uh, enjoyed time with the three of you. And Mm. and shout outs to Tommy. Hope he's feeling better. We'll get him on for the promotion
0: special, I'm sure.
2: Love it. Love it. (laughs)
0: Mike is on Twitter at Cascadia Owls. Well, Mike, it's, uh, well, it's, uh, what, 8.13? 13 yeah, p.m I'm going to start learning time zones other than my own yeah. uh, fairly soon. But it is, uh, 10, well, it's now 10.14 Central Daylight Time. Uh, what do you think Patty Jones is up to right now?
1: Uh, yeah, I saw him actually do the, uh, he walked, I saw his actual video of him walking up to the uh, Finn McCool. So yeah. I... He's he's not he's not conscious right now.
0: Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Uh I'm very much awake. I'm on Twitter at Jeff Peternostro and we'll see you back here next week.